Hey friends, welcome back to the Y Experience with Digital Delight. Thank you for always tuning in. Uh, today we have a really cool special show. I don't know, for those of our viewers and listeners, y'all don't really know what's going on in Houston right now. And for like the next two, two and a half weeks, we have the Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo in town and uh it's just been a part of our culture i didn't realize it but the houston livestock show and rodeo actually was the the brainchild of six ranchers back in 1932 and they met in a hotel uh, in downtown houston and said you know what we need to do something to really bring attention to to the cattle and market industry here in the texas area area and from that simple meeting it has turned into an attendance that's millions of people that come and see the rodeo on a daily basis and so today we have a very special guest in house for our new viewers and our new listeners i'm jj cannon 21 year husband i've got two beautiful children i'm ceo of digital delight which is a smart home design firm and I also get to co-host another podcast show called The Digital Ramble with my good friend Chris Gamble over in the UK. And I also have a master's degree in getting knocked down and getting back up. I want to encourage our friends to share this program. Like, subscribe. You can check us out on YouTube. And we're also uh, on 11 different podcast platforms. So thank you for your support over, the, uh, over this year. All right. Let's get into this. Today, I have Stan Horton. He is the chair of the Speakers Committee with the Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo. Stan, how you doing? Hey, good morning. Thanks, Thanks for, for having me. Good yeah. morning. Good nice afternoon. to see you. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Stan, we, uh, we've we chatted a little bit over the phone, and uh, you said that you're, you're a Texas native. I am. I grew up in Tyler, Texas, yeah. and went to school at, at Texas Tech, graduated in 1986, and moved to Houston in 1986, and I've, I've been here ever since. So, you know, with the Houston Rodeo, my mom and dad, they have a farm. They have some horses and goats and out there. And I just love it. I love the experience of getting out in the country, kind of taking that noise away, you know, that the city has. And uh, did you has agriculture and farming been in your heritage over the years well i grew up my family had a small farm um, not far from tyler and we had a few cows i had a chance to learn to ride horses and get pretty good at that um but it was it was certainly nothing um and like what you see on some of the ranches today and then my father took us to a lot of rodeos back Mm -hmm. then a lot of local rodeos in the tyler area Mm -hmm. and um none of those were anything like what you have today at the houston livestock show and rodeo yeah do you have any childhood memories of like maybe rodeo or time out on the farm or something like that with grandpa or daddy or your family out there so it was it was a lot of fun having a farm um some of the fun things besides just getting to go out there and hang out and and be in an open area i remember my dad often let my brother and i help him uh feed the cows and fix fences and um um, things like that um but you know back then i thought that's really just a lot of work and today i realized that that helped me have a better understanding of, of the ranching industry and i think it had a lot to do with my understanding and and development of a work ethic 
because yeah. that's what it took in order to get the job done on the ranch. Yeah, it seems like everything out on the ranch is a DIY. You know, it's <laughs> like a do it yourself or it ain't getting done. Well, you can count on, regardless of what you've done today, there will be plenty to do tomorrow. Oh, my dad, he's always like, boy, I wish that rain would quit dropping. I can't get on my tractor and mow the grass. And then there are times you wish it would rain again so we can have some hay. Yeah, no doubt about <laughs> so. it. You know, it's a, it's a give and take all the time. Now, so you've been involved with the rodeo how long? So I. I, when I moved to Houston in 1986, uh, a really good friend of mine, college friend, um, Brenda, Brenda Baker Stubbs, introduced me to her father, uh, Roy Elledge, who was a lifetime vice president of the show, very involved. Uh, he was a part owner of one of the wagons, Wagon 7, on the Saltgrass Trail. And he also introduced me to the speakers committee. But so in 1987, I started and rode with my first time on the Saltgrass Trail with Wagon Seven, the Magnificent Seven, and I rode there with those guys until the mid uh, mid 90s. All right, tell tell me real real quick sure. about that. You rode with them. What does that mean? So there are uh, Saltgrass Trails, known as the granddaddy of them all, okay. and it starts about a hundred miles away in Cat Springs, Texas, and it rides for a week into Houston. And we have a bunch of different wagons for different associations or different groups that are affiliated with the Saltgrass Trail, and lots of riders. Mm-hmm. And um, those riders kind of relive the ways of the old West. We have. You eat over an open fire sometimes, and and you ride horses, and rain or shine, sleet or snow, it doesn't really matter. And we've enjoyed all those kinds of weathers in the years that I rode, and they still do today. But you get up every morning, and you ride on your horse and sit on the back of the saddle for you know, 12 hours a day and cover 12 to 15 miles and work your way into Houston. Whew. This year, there were um, 12 different trail rides that uh, start all over the the state and work their way into texas we even have one that comes from louisiana so my goodness you know one time i took a, a horse ride for a couple of hours and i had to have a masseuse work me yeah. over the next day. it's definitely something you have to get used to <laughs> yeah oh my goodness all right so that was your first one of your very first rodeo experiences was the trail ride or it was here in houston mm-hmm. and then in 1991 i joined the speakers committee as part of the 1992 show season so this is my 28th year mm-hmm. as a volunteer for the houston livestock show and rodeo and part of the speakers committee all right what do you get to do as part of you know as the chairman of the speakers committee what is i mean there's like a hundred and over a hundred committees yeah there are 108 committees and we're just one component of the show our job we have the pleasure and responsibility of publicly telling people about the show we get to go talk to businesses rotary clubs schools and civic groups and things of that nature we can talk on many different topics supporting the show Um, our primary focus is really the four pillars of the show which are agriculture education entertainment and western heritage so that's that's the role of the speakers committee and i have the privilege of leading uh, about 300 volunteers throughout the year as we do that that's exciting and agriculture being you know one of those pillars i I love the farming idea and growing your own food or actually really farmers are growing food for the entire country. They do. And the rodeo showcases uh, all of those people who work in the industry as Mm -hmm. well as the rest of us who are consumers. You know, one of the big things about making that such a priority and creating an awareness for it is because a lot of kids, they just food just shows up like it's just there. 
a lot, a lot of people don't realize the impact of the ag- agriculture industry, and right. and there are not very many things you could do today that are that are not touched by agriculture. Right. I mean, it's uh, in my other business. You know, Wi-Fi is like the foundation of what we do, and everything builds off of that. And very similar to our country, our survival is based on agriculture and being able to provide and put food on our put food on our table. Um, I heard uh, that that there is the ability to become a lifetime member, and there's a lot of people that are committed long term to the rodeo, and and find uh, joy in in being a part of it, having their family a part of that organization, and what what is that? you know lifetime membership aspect of of the rodeo well there are a lot of different ways to be a part of the show you can be um, an exhibitor you can be a committee member and committee members become a part of the show which you purchase a a a membership Mm -hmm. and there are different types of memberships to purchase but those are contribute those become part of the volunteer group and all of the volunteers are either an annual or a lifetime member. Mm-hmm. We have, um, you mentioned it while ago, a lot of volunteers. There are over 34,000 volunteers that 34, put on the Houston Livestock Show. 34,000 volunteers? It is. It's like the one of the largest corporations that you can imagine. And there are a lot of aspects to these companies and a lot of departments. And their job is to go out and, and promote their business in whatever it is. What our 34,000 volunteers do on the 108 committees is similar in that we help various aspects of the Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo. Mm -hmm. So we put it on um, everything from picking up trash to helping the kids come in and get set up at all hours Uh, a lot of these a lot of these students will show up with their animals at two or three o'clock in the morning and they'll be ready for their show the next day and our volunteers are out there helping them get set up you'll see the volunteers um, on the showgrounds every day helping people get into the into the arenas into the shows as well as providing assistance and giving them direction while they're out there and then we have a lot of volunteers who help raise money that contribute to the more than 475 million dollars that the Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo has given in scholarships since 1957. Yeah. Oh my goodness. And let, let's just go down there to that scholarship aspect of things. And you know, that's agriculture is definitely one of the pillars of of uh, the rodeo, but also education and helping our Texas youth that uh that want to further their education is is a big you know part of of the rodeo and i was doing a little looking 800 y'all are committed to over 800 scholarships yes last year there were about 800 new scholarships that were given we the educational commitment for 2019 is in excess of 27 million dollars um, of that, about a little over $8 million goes to the exhibitors. We have some seven, more than $17 million in just pure scholarships that go to students. We give educational grants for graduate assistantships um, and the like. And so there, there's a lot of money that 
the show contributes each year. And like I say, after this year, after the 2019 season, we will be able to change that number to exceeding half a billion dollars in, in, in educational support that the Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo is given back to the state of Texas. So do you have to be a cowboy, cowgirl to, to get a grant or get a scholarship or anything like that? You, you don't. And that's what's really cool. As we said, there are over 800 scholarships. And um, you don't have to. You can be one of the people who come show your lambs or goats or chickens and turkeys and pigs uh, or steers or participate in the school art auction. And, and those scholarships are incredible. Mm -hmm. But there are many scholarships available without any restriction to what you want to study. Mm -hmm. um, the only restrictions are that you attend a Texas uh, school, and we, I think I said earlier we have more than twenty. We have more than twenty-three hundred students right now on scholarship at eighty Texas colleges and universities throughout the state. Wow. And if people want to learn more about those scholarships and the types of scholarships, the show has a website, rodeohouston.com, mm -hmm. and it allows you to go look up all of the different types of scholarships and the requirements to earn one of those. All right, all right, and yeah, we're uh, we're gonna have all those links down in the description. And you know, I was taking a look at y'all's website, uh, and whoever does y'all's website did an amazing job. It is so informative, uh, to, you know, from from the agriculture, from your four pillars, as well as with the educational programs, and then the different exhibits that you have, and the different attractions, um, and you know, the contests, like you know, the rodeo. Uh, draws, you know, not only people to to come to the carnival or maybe to go to the show, but some serious athletes, you know, to to participate in uh, in the rodeo itself. And y'all have like the super series. You also have that super shootout, which has some really large uh, purses for some of the top pros from around the country. There, there are some amazing athletes, but I, I want to touch on something you mentioned about the website and some yeah. of the things that you see at the show. We have 34,000 volunteers, and that's a lot of people, but this, this show also operates with only about 120 incredibly dedicated, incredibly talented full-time employees. Mm -hmm. So they're the ones that are really helping keep us um, – focused on the right thing and they're an amazing team of individuals and as a volunteer you couldn't ask for a, a better group to work with but um those athletes the the superstar athletes that come every night to rodeo houston and perform they're they're incredible athletes if you've ever gotten a chance to go down and watch each and every one of them at their own own events it's it's a lot of fun you know when i was a kid i i i thought i was a cowboy and uh, me and my buddy uh, Rob Schutenhauer and a couple of other fellas, you know, in I grew up in Fort Bend County down in uh, the Richmond-Rosenberg area, but over in Pecan Grove off 359 and 7, uh, 732, 723, something like that, there was a spot that on the weekends you could sign a waiver and actually get on a bull <laughs> and and try, try it out to really see, tr prove your merit. And a couple of my buddies, they, they figured they'd go – go uh you know try and try their boots on and see see if they could do it and i almost committed until i saw one of my buddies get almost broken in half and that that fixed me right up and changed changed that thought pattern have you ever ridden a bull or done any 
you know, barrel racing or anything <laughs> like that? So, so growing up uh, with a farm and cattle and stuff, I, I admit that I have been on some steers that I probably should have not gotten so close to. Um, I have definitely ridden plenty of horses that um, were more spirited than me and did everything they could to throw me. Right. But most of my uh, association with being on the back of an animal has, animal has been on a horse that's more rider friendly than, uh, than, than what you might see in the arena at Rodeo Houston every night. Oh my goodness. Yeah. You can get on a, you can get on a, I've been on a horse that wasn't rider friendly and oh my goodness, I couldn't wait to get off. <laughs> yeah. That is, that is not, uh, that is not for me by any means. Hey friends, thank you for tuning in. If y'all have any questions for Stan and I, please drop them down in the comments. We're going to get to the comments here at the uh at the end of the show so thank y'all for tuning in uh let me look back here now one of the things the prizes i mean one of the cherished thing is not only the purse with these pro riders but the buckles you know and the buckles are just beautiful they're almost like a work of art but you know it's a, a sense of pride to, to earn because that's really what you have to do i mean you're you're earning that belt buckle you know and kind of you know, uh, it's a presence that that you get to wear you know, it, out in it, public. It's a great sense of pride. I mean, yeah. And if you see some of those rodeo riders, w there are seven professional rodeo events at Rodeo Houston each year, um, and and from bareback, saddle bronc, team roping, tie down roping, um, barrel racing, bull riding, those. Um, those cowboys or cowgirls, they'll win throughout their their night and come to a super series. But at the end, the grand champions get an incredible amount of money, um, like $50,000, plus that gorgeous belt buckle you're talking about, plus a fabulous saddle. And if you win one of the super series events, or you win the event for the year, um, you're crowned the champion. Then you also get invited back next year to Rodeo Houston. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you, do you have to qualify every year to participate if it, you're not champion? Rodeo Houston is uh, an invitation event where, um, well, there, there are two parts above it, but it, it draws the top cowboys and cowgirls from around North America to come and compete. And then the last day, in case then this year it's on Saturday, March 16th, is is the um, the, the big event that is that is certainly invitation only, and it draws from some of the top well-known rodeos around North America, and those people are invited to come compete individually and as a team mm -hmm. uh, to to earn the the championships. I don't know if you know or not, but is this uh, is this uh, like all? Uh, rodeo pro rodeo athletes from all over the world or is it mainly a national competition that we that we focus on you know, on? Do I, you I, know? i'm pretty i'm not 100 percent certain but i believe most of them are from north america the u.s and yeah. canada whenever i was digging through uh the other day when i was looking at the different championships and winners it, it seemed like it was everybody across the nation but i know that i've watched some uh pbr on television and it seems like there's a lot of riders from brazil i mean all over the world and so i didn't know if it was a global type of competition or if it was more organized uh, yeah and i wish I knew, I, i'm not certain that's cool that's cool um do you get out to the carnival i i do i i, I make my way through the carnival many times each year uh, I, so i'm taking the girls tonight i'm taking you know like four or five 14 year old girls and we're gonna you know get ourselves a funnel cake you know we're gonna <laughs> probably get a turkey leg and then we're probably gonna buy a 
couple of hundred dollars worth of tickets and just have a fantastic night. Do you have a particular ride in, that you that you enjoy getting on, or maybe the kids? You know, it was like a must get on type of ride. <laughs> so I'll tell you, um, I'm a pretty adventurous person, yeah. and I, I do a lot of really fun things. But um, those rides are more than my stomach can handle. <laughs> So most, most of those carnival rides are, are definitely more than I can handle. But um, I just why I have two daughters and they love anything that goes fast and goes in circles. I get dizzy just watching them. Yeah. So I, I usually stick on the ground and I'm a I'm a great spectator. Yeah. I, I know there was a video recently of our, our our president and CEO Joel Kelly riding the newest big carnival ride this year. He's uh, much braver than I am. <laughs> Where's the seatbelt? <laughs> That's right. You know. Uh, do you have a favorite treat out there? Is there something like uh, fried that you must eat? or? Well, you know, you mentioned funnel cakes a minute ago. I think last year I heard there were something like 80,000 funnel cakes and 365,000 fried Oreos that were purchased at NR, on NRG grounds. Wow. Um, so I personally, uh, I don't get to do this or I choose not to do this throughout most of the year, but during Rodeo Houston, I find my way to try a few of the fried corn dogs. So yeah, that's kind of one of my weaknesses during the show. The fried corn dogs. Absolutely. I'm a corn dog fan I, for I, these 21 days. <laughs> it's like your go-to protein That's right. I don't think there's, a, there's not a better one in the country than you can get out here at NRG Park. You know what? I'm going to go find a corn dog <laughs> okay. stand tonight and get me one of those. Now, I, my understanding is, you know, one of the largest draws to the rodeo outside of the rodeo itself and, and the carnival is the entertainment. You know, and y'all always have a super stout, you know, lineup of entertainment. And it's grown over the years to 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 what it is today to really feature some you know top shelf talent uh what are, and the attendance records just seem to continue to to grow um and i know that we had one artist uh here the other night cardi b yes and you know she's not necessarily somebody that i would personally listen to but what i love about it is you know the the cross cultural you know environment that our city embraces you know and the rodeo truly is a reflection of that it really is it's part of our, it's in many ways it's part of our western heritage but the rodeo does a great job of of bringing in entertainers that that fit that diverse culture and traditions that make our unique event as wonderful as it is. Um, I mean, it's really America. When you look across the carnival or you go inside, it's like a slice of everything. I love it. Where else can you get Brooks and Dunn, Cardi B, Zach Brown, um, Los Tigres del Norte on Go Tejano Day, to the king of country music, George Strait, who's going to close out this year with a concert-only performance. You can't get that anywhere else packed into three weeks back-to-back. It's it's really an exciting opportunity. That stadium that we have is like (laughs) 70,000. I mean that's yeah that's amazing. So it is. Last year, more than 2.4 million people went through the gates at NRG Park, and 1.3 million of them made their way into uh, NRG Stadium to watch Rodeo Houston and the concert performers. If you kind of put it in perspective, people get really excited about the Super Bowl every year. I think there were 90,000 or so people that went to the Super Bowl on Super Bowl Sunday. 
if you think about it, rodeo's a big deal. We brought in a super. We bring in a Super Bowl every day for 21 days straight. <laughs> that is so cool. It, it's really an amazing event. And the impact that that has on our city as a whole. I mean, I, I just think back to, you know, those six guys sitting in that room going, you know, we need to spread the word, you know, about Texas and rodeo and agriculture. Do you think they even comprehended what they were starting so i tell you they, they had a they definitely had um the the mindset to try to make the agriculture industry a, a better place for texas back then um, i'll tell you the first show in 1932 drew an attendance of about 2,000 people and lost 2400 dollars. so <laughs> they made a decision to yeah. move forward and said regardless of this financial catastrophe we had in 1932 catastrophe is probably the wrong word but uh setback that they kept going and it has evolved into um you know one of certainly houston's most well-known events and an event that's known in the agriculture community throughout the globe we've seen a lot of shows over there one of my favorite shows was back in 91 when garth brooks was there and uh you know i threw on my boots my belt buckle my mom and dad took me to go see garth brooks and that was one of the most memorable shows that i have ever attended concerts you know that i had ever attended is there a particular artist or a show that you know has been one of your favorite like man i i do that one again there are a lot of them that i would do again garth brooks um i I recall the shows that i've seen him he's an incredibly um energetic entertainer he's a lot of fun um but i can't say there's just one i mean i've i've enjoyed watching people over the years from clint black and zz top Mm -hmm. to uh kid rock and of course george Strait. yeah it's been a lot of fun let's see i think i've seen maroon five there uh that other girl's name that was on Disney. She was there a couple of years ago. I took my daughter to see her, but it's always a great show. Now they have, do you know anything about this new stage that Houston Rodeo's pushed out there? So the new stage was introduced last year. Okay. And it, it was made more modern um, and really up to, up to date. They brought in some um, new, very high tech audio and video uh, pieces of the, of the, um, for the stage and the yeah. show yeah. that really helped put on a better show for everyone every year. I'm, I'm going to throw my two cents in. I think they should figure out how to roll out a you know, a dance floor out there so we can get some boot scooting boogie going on. Yeah, but, J.J., you know, if you look around, if you're sitting in that stadium any one of those nights and you look around your seats or up in the up in the up all the parts or down on the dirt where the people with the – the shoot seat ticket holders are gathered to watch the concert performance. If you think about it, everyone's dancing. That place some nights is like a giant dance floor <laughs> already. It's a great place to be. I, I really enjoy going to the Houston Rodeo. I can't wait to go this evening. Let's hop on to our comment board. Thank you, everybody, for joining us here. And we're going to start up at the top, Julie Malin. Hey, how are you, Julie? Thank you for always tuning in and supporting the show. Uh, and yes, uh, Kelly, Houston Rodeo is definitely a tradition. Um, Kelly, my kids love it, yes. what Kelly, what are some of the things that your kids love doing over there? I, I wish that my daughter would have done, uh, she's a little older now, but what is that where you can strap your kid to a sheep and let them run? Mutton busting. Mutton busting. Yes, it's a 
great event. It takes place a couple different places. There are every hour on the hour, I think from 10 a.m. until the early evening out at NRG Park in the um, inside one of the carnival areas. They have mutton busting for kids uh, of a certain age and certain weight. And then there's a registration that takes place every year to get into the arena every night where the mutton busting committee, one of the 108 committees, does a fabulous job of bringing those little kids and riding that sheep across the arena. Yeah, you can tell your kiddos that they're acting up. I'm just going <laughs> to tape duct tape you to that sheep and open the gate. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Out the shoot. All right, let's see here. What else? 80,000 funnel cakes. Yeah, that's that's amazing. I didn't know that there was that much uh, mix to make 80,000 funnel cakes. Hopefully you'll do your part to keep that number up this yeah, year. Yeah, well, I, I'm going to I'm gonna take your advice and try one of those fried okay. corn dogs. Let's see. Yes, funnel cakes, turkey legs. What is that? Oh, caramel apples. I forgot about that. I had to pull off on the caramel apples. My teeth just don't. They want to stick on the apple itself. Isn't she now the highest attendance record breaker? Is that with Cardi B? And Cardi B was the highest paid attendance um, concert of, of all times. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think she beat Garth Brooks by like three people. So, but... Certainly, it's certainly amazing. And George Strait, I believe, still holds the all-time attendance record mm-hmm. from 2013, I believe. But mm-hmm. yes, Cardi B put on. I think uh, her people were standing at the door, kind of like that elevator thing. It's like we can get three more people in there here. Come on! <laughs> I was there. It was uh, there were a lot of people there that night. Uh, a huge crosscut of our of our city, I'm sure. All right, what's a lineup? Um, I'm assuming that they're talking about a lineup with. Uh, with the uh with the artist and uh, you know they you still have a bunch of artists left to uh perform this year and i'm just going to pull it up here on my on my thing that i have and so the concert lineup tonight tonight oh man let's see i'll just scroll down through here and come back to oh, oh yeah y'all have old dominion tonight and y'all have camilla cabello there you go thanks mike for pulling that up on there and you know one of the the other one that i thought was really uh, interesting zed which is definitely not country at all it's a little bit more uh techno you know a lot more youthful type of vibe i just love that y'all are very open to having a variety variety of artists out there at the at the rodeo let me see Julie, Dana did mutton riding on the big arena and still one of her favorite memories. Yeah, I bet you there's a lot of favorite memories out there. Friends, thank you for joining us today. And uh, Stan, thank you so much for coming in today. Thank you, JJ. I mean, it was just absolutely fabulous that you had the time to come in and share with uh, myself and with our audience. And um, let us know. You know, to, and, and help us understand what truly the Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo is about, you know, and their four pillars and giving back to the community and really see, really focusing and creating awareness for arc, uh, for uh, agriculture, you know, and, and the importance of that. Well, it's a privilege for me to be here today and to get to tell you and your listeners to the things about the Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo. I'm, I'm honored to be a part of the organization and look forward to continuing it for many years. Well, thank you so much, Stan. Thanks, JJ. And to all of our viewers and listeners, it's always a pleasure to have y'all join us. 
Uh, and let me get on down here. Thank you for joining us today. I want to encourage everyone to seek out their why in every experience they create. Ask yourself, why am I doing what I do? And what is the effect it is having on me and potentially others? In addition to that ask, is it a positive return or is it not? I hope in everything we do, it is for the better. All right, until next week, friends, y'all have a great week. If you're looking to make your basic home smart, check out digitaldelight.com forward slash shop where they have a variety of different smart home technology solutions that help make smart home shopping easy for you. Check out digitaldelight.com forward slash shop. Support the Y Experience with JJ Cannon by becoming a Patreon. Every month, the Y Experience will receive a regular source of income from supporters like you who've pledged through Patreon. Having your ongoing support for as little as a dollar a month means we spend less time thinking about business and more time creating quality content for you.